In the insect world, there are threats around every log and under every leaf. A young grub is all alone in a huge place. Worse yet, a lot of creatures think he tastes slimy yet satisfying. But the large blue caterpillar read how to win friends and influence people. And he knows allies are the key to success. But making sure the deal works in your favor is one way to win in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome to Life, Death, and Taxonomy, short 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. I forgot to say welcome back, but thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at LD Taxonomy, or visit us at our home on the web at LDTaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to uh, Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspolich, Kale Raspolich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're giving our last hope to you. Don't give it back to me, Bitter Blue. But more on that later. Is that a Frank Sinatra? No, it's a no. Cat Stevens. Because um, I got I'm a often Frank doing Cat Stevens. Oh, oh, I know what it is. Okay. I don't, I don't know very much about. It. I've, I've never really listened. Doesn't he have that "Cats in the Cradle" song? That's Cat Stevens. No. Oh no. No. Cat Stevens is. Who's the, um, who's, who sings that? Song? Morning is broken is like one of his famous ones. I think that's even a cover. Harry Chap does Cat Stevens. Interesting. Um. But yeah, it's th- we're talking about the big blue. Actually, it's called the large blue. It's not even the large <laughs> blue butterfly. It's the large blue. Yeah, the large blue butterfly. It's a butterfly. It's a butterfly, yeah. Talk but on. we're going to call it here the butterfree loader. Yeah. The hold my baby blue eyes. Nice. <laughs> And the hungry, hungry home wrecker. <laughs> okay, I like it. Picasso. Yeah. So, now that your your curiosity is peaked, uh, let's let's get into some riveting taxonomy. Let's do it. It's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in. The kingdom is Animalia. The phylum is Arthropoda. The class is Insecta. It's a butterfly. It's an insect. The order is Lapidoptera. And the family is Lycanidae, which sounds like wolf butterflies. <laughs> um, and um, the genus is Fengaris, and the species is Orion. Not not Orion, not the not the hunter in the sky, not the celestial hunter, the Arion. Aaron. Aaron. Nice. So the Aaron. The 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 nomenclature is Fengaris Orion. Cool. But that's just a name. We gotta. Do we and game? we're in the business of naming things. 
brings me to my favorite part of the show, c -c -c critter groups. The part of the show where I ask you Joe a question and the question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal or what is the term of venery or what is the collective noun? Three ways to say the same question. If you saw a group of butterflies, would you say it's A, a rabble of butterflies, B, a colony of butterflies, C, a horde of butterflies, or D, a cascade of butterflies? I'm worried that it's just colony and it's not fun. I'm going to go with a cascade of butterflies. Final answer. I knew I hit gold with that one. You are incorrect. The answer is rabble. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Not on the radar. Don't feel so bad. Yeah. When the last one, because I, I, I get the one that the real one that it is and I put it in there and then I'm like, okay, what are the other three? Um, and then I don't know, Cascade just came. I was just thinking of like that monarch migration. Yes. Have you seen that? Where there's like. Hey, guess what? Infinity. Hey, of guess them. what? That's exactly what I was thinking what? of when I thought, yeah, Cascade. That sounds right. <laughs> exactly what was I, I was picturing in my head. Good. I, I psychically manipulated you into choosing Cascade. <laughs> you know what? In um, terms of the cultural significance of butterflies. Rabble might be the worst term of venery <laughs> we've heard so far. Is wouldn't horde be worse? Well, that's not real. Oh, I guess. Like it's the worst real one so far. Oh, the the real. The biggest mistake um, a human has made in naming a term of venery has been that one so far. I think. Although, yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't really fit with butterflies. Although, like, like butterfly, it's just they're they're still bugs. That's the thing. They're just pretty looking bugs. Pretty looking bugs. But and we're talking cultural significance. So like, it's like oh I, I just want this I want this June bug to land on my finger or this cockroach or this you know six inch moth or uh you know these other you know innocuous ladybugs bugs ladybugs they like ladybugs bite and they smell um but people always feel blessed so, by like, them and their presence if, if you live in a place where ladybugs migrate you do not feel blessed <laughs> by them. oh did i ever tell you uh, when i was uh we were in uh, north north carolina or south carolina I, I think we yeah, have I think shared uh, like ladybug thousands stories. of ladybugs in a store one time. Uh, yeah, and I've seen, I've uh, like, I I've seen them out hiking in New Mexico, just like trees. I didn't where know they like hiking. See the bark. It's just ladybugs. They they do they do like hiking. <laughs> they have little tiny backpacks, and it's the cutest thing you've ever seen. Okay, well, what little, what is little tiny satellite phones? Speaking of like cute and whatnot what does this look like it looks like a butterfly oh. close that chapter <laughs> no i mean it's it's got it's a it's a butterfly so it has all the stages it's starts as a caterpillar um 
as a caterpillar, it looks like a mitochondrian, which, as you know, is a Star Wars race. Is the powerhouse? Is the powerhouse of the cell? <laughs> <laughs> the mitochondrian. <laughs> oh man, if um, if Bill Nye was still had still had his kids show, you totally do like a um like a, a play on 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 that hmm. mm -hmm. and you just <laughs> you just have this this hairy amorphous blob walk into a cantina a, like a bar a cantina and shoot everybody in it <laughs> leave okie this is the way but yes, it looks like it looks. It's uh, it's pink. The caterpillar's pink. It's pill shaped. It's hairy. Um, it's actually less pink and more of like a gross flesh color. Um, its body is segmented and has a little black head at the end. But as when it grows into an adult, when it matures and becomes a beautiful butterfly, the large blue is a pretty large and also very blue butterfly. Yeah. It has four bright blue wings that are rimmed with black, and it also has black spots all over, but mainly the bigger black spots are on the top two wings. Um, its body is fuzzy, and its body is also very blue, which is interesting because when, at least in the butterflies that I've seen in the butterfly capital of the world, Coral Springs, mm -hmm. <laughs> or no, Coconut, Coconut Creek, um, and the two times that I have been to Butterfly World, most of the butterflies are like they're just black bugs, but they have these beautiful wings. But the large blue is blue and also has blue wings. I don't know why it's the the big the butterfly capital of the world. Maybe there's the most like a ton of migrations that land here, but the biggest um, collection of butterflies is in the University of either Miami or Florida. I can't remember which. Are they alive? I doubt it. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe Butterfly World is ah, true. the biggest Men living menagerie um, zoo is the is the biggest butterfly zoo, um, and no one. I mean, if it's I mean it's it's cool, but I feel like someone could beat it, and then they would become the butterfly capital of the world. You want to put Scranton, Pennsylvania on the map? Make a butterfly. I world. think the office put Scranton, Pennsylvania on the map. Oh, we've talked about this, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I keep using that as like a as like a as a nothing town. <clears throat> okay, no, no, Bland, Virginia. Yes, there's a, there's there's a town called Bland in Virginia. Or Christmas, Florida. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, but it's just a little town. Um, um, cool, 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 cool. All right, yeah. So that's what that's what it looks like. It's big blue, fuzzy butterfly with black spots would you like to know how big it is how big yeah. is it yeah okay how I'm big excited is it to get to this because i've changed it a little bit we're gonna try something new so welcome what you can't change this on me. welcome to the love measure up segment the official listener's favorite part of the show the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms to a quiz that's fun for the whole family it's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio yourself saying saying singing singing or chittering uh, the words measure up into ldtaxonomy.com. 
We don't have a new Mr. Pinchro. So we have to hear from an animal. And Carlos is to guess what it is. Also, we're going to do like a almost a Jeopardy style. Like I mentioned it last time. Instead of having you do math, I'm going to just tell you how many how many blue butterflies go into some oh, yeah. something. And you have to tell me what that thing is. And there will be plenty of hints along the way. You're actually doing I'm this. I'm actually do I think this will be easier for you. But will it be more entertaining? I think so. That's for you out there in okay. podcast. Okay, yeah, that's fair say. enough. It'll, we'll let the listener decide. But it <clears> will <throat> be less you listening to you talk about figures. Doing figuring. Um, I try to cut that out. Uh, Due to my head. So. Let's hear from an animal now. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hate when I cue stuff up and then. You did the you did the Snape now. Come forward. Now. <laughs> okay. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. <laughs> that was pleasant. Okay. Is that I I really enjoyed that. <laughs> is that let me think of some not bad answers. Is it A a bunch of sea lions? Is it B a bunch of baby bears? Is it C uh something with a D a D, an adjective with a D donkeys? Um or is it D a musk ox or several? Um, I mean, either you're, you basically gave it away or you're a master of deception. <laughs> um, I don't know. We will go with baby bears because I know you love bears. Mm -hmm. Final answer. So baby bears. Final answer. Correct answer was donkeys. Ah, you are a master of deception. Why, why did you think I was giving it away? Because you're because you 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 were making it up. You're like something out of something starts with D. Uh, I don't know. The, the no, 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 no. I was trying. I said because I said a bunch of baby bears, and then I had donkeys queued up, and I was trying to think of adjectives for donkeys, and I no, couldn't think you were of any. Gonna, baby bears daring donkeys, that kind of thing. Yeah, I was trying to do daring. Donkeys. Oh, I thought you were coming up with donkeys on the spot. So I was like, either this is like. He's playing 40 chess, or he oh, legitimately uh, just came up with I was with playing 40 chess so well, I didn't know I was playing 40 chess. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about length. So there are a half inch, or an inch and a half, rather, or 13 millimeters. So here's the question. Here's how it's going to go. Around 3,083,000... 520 large blue butterflies go into the length of what British historical landmark? Why is it? Why would this be easier? Because now I'm not just because math is just math. Like you could just tap into it and enjoy the speed force. But when, but with this, like I have to have this geographical is, and cultural knowledge. This is so easy. 
Is this you're, so You've studied geography. Here's a hint. This landmark is the largest piece of Roman architecture in England dating back to 112 AD. It's a very famous thing. A very famous piece of Roman architecture in London? In, in England. Oh, in England. Not in London. And you're looking oh. for the length of it. Well. If you know what it is, but not the name of it, I'll accept that. See, now I'm, now I'm, up, now I'm up here looking dumb. <laughs> I'll give you, here's another, would you like another hint? Because I cannot think of ancient Roman, uh, like an ancient Roman structure. Here's another hint. There, it's 73 miles long. 117 kilometers. Oh, it's that like Hadrian Wall or whatever. That's exactly what it is. Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah, I see. I Roman architecture might have thrown you off because I didn't know it was built by the Romans until today. Yeah, I was thinking when I when you said Roman architecture, I was like, is like. Is Buckingham Palace like based on Roman architecture? And then you were like on oh, all of England, and I was like, did they find out that like Stonehenge was built by? <laughs> by no, pretty the... much the Anglo-Saxons built upon all the Roman stuff that was there before. But that, yeah, I don't think Hadrian's, Hadrian's Wall. Wall is very well well known, as well known well as known. you might think. I, you knew the name of it. I know, but like, I, I, I that I don't know why I know that. <laughs> Because it's in the osmosis, it's but it's not—it's not one of those things where it's like, hey, I can't. Like, it's not like Stonehenge. Stonehenge is just on the. Uh, uh, Stonehenge is like movie, movie famous, and Hadrian's Wall is like commercial famous. Sure. Uh, well, let's talk, let's talk about the larval lifespan. Larva before turning into before pupating mm, and becoming a butterfly, they spend nine months going around Manchin. A nine-month thing. So, a little more than 1,041 blue butterfly larva stages go into the length of what historical European war? Here's a hint. The longest... This is the longest continual war on record. It began with the Battle of Kovadonga, in which rebels were led by Pelagius of Astruias, not to be confused with Darth Pelagius the Wise or Pelagius the Theologian that denied original sin. Um, I'm going to go with the the Hundred Years' War, which sounds like a long time to do war. Well, Final okay. He, here's your last hint. Okay. Uh. It lasted from 711 to 1492, making okay, a it bit... a 781-year war. All right, so it's a little bit longer than the Hundred Years' War. And in I have no idea what this is. You don't know what the longest war in history is? Um, is it the Crusades? <laughs> no. And I'll give you I another. Don't... I'll give you another hint. I did not know about this. This was the longest war either. Until I mean, I, although I, it's I, I, it, 
it was happening in in like concurrent with the Crusades, and it's very it was happening similar. concurrent with a lot of things. Well, like it's very similar to the Crusades in terms of who is fighting who. It it was it's happening concurrent to the Normans invading England. It's happening concurrent <laughs> yeah. to the unification of 